Welcome to another inspirational podcast at Real Life Church. For more great content and updates, visit reallifechurchkc.com. Hey, Real Life, thank you so much for joining us today. Man, we had all week to hang out with you. I know some of you in your living room, some of you are in your bedroom, you're on the big screen, maybe watching from your phone. Man, I want to say welcome home. Thanks for being a part of this. I uh, hope you enjoy this time together. I want to encourage you, give us 45 minutes today. Uh, just get logged in. Uh, we're going to have some worship experience. We're going to hear from God this morning. I believe you need to hear this today. This is for somebody that maybe had a hard week. Uh, maybe you've had some uncertainty, some fear. Now I encourage you, stay logged in on this. I believe God's going to speak to you this morning, and God's going to encourage you that God is close to you. You need to hear this this morning, that God is with you in this moment. Maybe you don't feel him, but he's there. And so we're going to do, we're going to worship together a little bit, have a message straight from the Bible. And I encourage you, man, stay stay logged in. Maybe check out our church online platform. If you're on Facebook or YouTube, go, go on over. Check out live.reallifechurchkc.com. Place for her to pray for you. See our message notes. Get connected. But man, I'm excited for this morning as we connect together. I'm looking forward to a great time in this house. Who lives within me 
take a second to invite God into what we're doing, into our worship. He's here with us. He's present. And we are just going to sing out with all we have and celebrate that our God is good. And no matter what happens in this time and every season and today, tomorrow, yesterday, he is good and he is never going to let us down. So raise your hands, bow your head, bow your knees, whatever it takes to get your heart into a posture of really letting God into all of you are today. Let the King of my heart 
your name. We declare that you are the king of our heart. God, just thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for your sacrifices. God, just thank you for an ability to come before you just in humility and just honor and spirit and truth. God, just thank you for just thank you for the people in this gathering. Just thank you for who you are. I just want to lift up. I just want to lift up maybe somebody that's new, somebody that's far from you, somebody that's just in a moment of isolation and desperation. God, I just pray that your peace and your hope just fall on them today. God, I just pray that they find a renewed purpose, even in the midst of this uh, midst of this crisis. God, just thank you for showing up in their lives. And God, maybe it's just somebody that, that used to used to follow you and just is far from you now, whether it's from an addiction or a broken relationship. God, I want to lift them up as well. God, I pray 
just through this through this crisis, God, that they come closer to you. And God, that you use this just to renew a hope and purpose in their lives as well. God, just thank you for who you are. And we just give you all the honor and praise. And we lift up all these things in your name. Amen. Wherever you're at, let's give God the praise. Lift, lift him up. Clap. Do whatever you want to do just to show him how much you care about him and you love him. Thank you guys so much for being with us this morning. So I don't know where you're at with us today. Maybe you're in bed. Maybe you're sitting on the couch. Maybe you're taking a walk right now with the dog and follow along. There's real life gathering. I just want to thank you and let you know that you are valued and that the church isn't about a building. It's not about a location. It's about a people that are here worshiping in spirit and truth. And you guys are that people. If you happen to be new with us, I want you to know that we care about you. We feel that we want you to be here at home. We want you to feel right at home. So real life, wherever you're at, let's let whoever's know that they are welcome. Give them some hearts. Give them some love right in the comment section. Just let them know that they are valued, that they are cared about. And we do care about you. And we thank you that you are following along and chose to worship with us this morning on this online gathering. So here's what I want you to do if you're new with us this morning. I want to invite you to fill out a digital communication card. And you can do that in two different ways. You can do that, first of all, by texting RLNEW to 97000, or in the comment section, there's going to be a link that pops up. And so this digital communication card, it's a safe card. We won't have anybody that comes to your house or comes harasses you or anything like that. But we want you to know that we care about you and we want to connect with you. So what we'll have is a team member that will either email you, call you, whatever you prefer, and we'll make you just reach out and we'll make you feel right at home because we care about what God is doing in your lives. And we thank you so much for, again, following along and uh, worshiping with us today. So if you don't know, or if you haven't been at Real Life, our mission is this, is that we want to see people far from God discover the real life of purpose in Jesus. And so many people throughout time have prayed for revival. Well, we still pray for revival, but we know that we are in one right now. God is going to use this as a huge opportunity just to reach into people's lives and just make them feel right in, in, in comfort and taken care of. And that's who God is. And that's what we know that he's going to do. So I want to pray with you guys one more time this morning before Pastor Sean comes up and just let's pray for God's presence as, as we listen to the message. God, we just know that you're in this. God, we, we don't know tomorrow. We don't know the future, but we know that you have this. We know that you're in control. We know that you're sovereign over the situation. And God, I just want to pray for everybody that is just feeling a level of depression or anxiety. They don't know where their next paycheck's coming from. They don't know if they're going to have a job tomorrow. They don't know if their loved one is going to get sick. They don't know if they're going to lose a loved one to this virus. God, I just want to lift up just whatever fears that they have right now. God, just be on that. God, just bring your peace into their life. And God, I just want to lift up everybody that's involved with this, whether on the front lines of, of the medical staff, or just they're in the day-to-day the -day of just battling just how to, how to make it through. God, just I pray that you're with them. I pray that there's a hope in their life that they know only comes from you. God, I pray for your presence in every person's life here today. And again, we lift up all these things in your name. Amen. Well, as Pastor Sean gets ready to come up and bring another message called Hope in the Dark, I want you guys to take this time. Find somebody that's in the comment section. Just give them some love. Give them some likes. Tell them hi. Tell them how glad you are to see them today. Again, I know we're not hanging out together physically, but we're here together on our online presence. So thank you guys so much for being here. Just give each other some love this morning. Come on, give some love. Give them some love. Send some hearts, some likes. Man, look somebody up a couple lines above you. Tell them I missed you. I love you. Come on, throw them all out there. It's your time to connect. Oh, man, the, the, the digital meet and greet. I love it. Hey, I know for some of you, this has been kind of a crazy week. I want to welcome you once again. Uh, thank you for joining with us. Seriously, we've missed you guys, even though I'm not, not being in person. 
Uh, we're still excited to be able to do this and connect with you. I know this week's been kind of challenged for people, maybe moved from the mountaintop into the valley. And so I found some uh, some memes online that I thought were awesome. I wanna share with some, some of you this morning. It says this, uh, pro tip for couples suddenly working from home together, get yourself an imaginary coworker and blame things on them. This person said in their apartment, they have Cheryl, uh, keeps leaving her dirty cups all over the place and don't know what to do with her. My suggestion is you need to fire her and you pick up somebody else. Maybe maybe Joy, um, maybe it's Jared. I don't know. Pick up somebody and hire a new imaginary person. Uh, I love this one. Day two without sports. Found a lady still on my couch yesterday. Apparently she's my wife. She's nice. She's real nice. Um, and so I'm just going to predict in 2020, there's going to be a lot of December babies because you found out your wife is really, really nice. Here's one of my favorite ones. Man, after years of uh, waiting or wanting to thoroughly clean my house but lacking the time, this week I discovered that it wasn't really the reason. Come on, somebody. Your house is probably still trash. It's probably worse than ever. Uh, there, there is, you've been self-denial, really. Um, your house is all messed up. Um, you have the time. Uh, love this one. This last one. Um, man, well, I'm halfway there. Check this picture out. But hey, well, I'm living on a square. Some of you guys are living just on a square. You know what I'm talking about. And I'm going to tell you the next line. Uh, it, it, it says this, take my hand, we'll make it. I swear. I'm not taking your hand. Come on, somebody. If you're living on a square, you're on your own. You just need to just stay away, okay? You, just, this is nasty. But we love you. Uh, I know for some of you guys, you went from the mountaintop into the valley this last week. Things have changed all around you. And I'm going to tell you something on the mountaintop. It's obviously easy to enjoy the presence of God. Uh, I know for some of you guys, you're getting a raise before this stuff happened. Uh, you found that parking spot at Target. Come on, ladies. Right at the front, you pulled right in. Like, that's the presence of God. Man, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Have you forgot about that? Like, the presence of God was upon these moments, and now we're in the valley. Something bad's happened. We just can't feel His presence. Uh, maybe staying at home and you found the news that you're going to be locked in your house for the next month. Uh, man, maybe it's discouraging. Maybe you're losing income. You're in, uh, uh, uncertain of your future. Maybe you feel alone. Uh, maybe just uncertain of what's happening. Maybe you're losing money. Uh, maybe your business is being shut down. In this moment, I'm telling you, there's so many things that could be good around us, but it takes one thing to drive us straight into the valley today. I'm going to question for you as simple this morning. Man, what's weighing on your heart? Man, what's on your shoulders? What's keeping you up at night? Man, what, what, is, what is just bothering you? And so I want to encourage you to think about that. I know for me personally, um, I mean, there's been so much that's happened in our life recently. And one of the biggest things is, is we're, our life is rescheduled. Uh, our kids are home 24 uh, seven. We, we, our life is no, there's no system anymore. Every process, everything is just totally different. And so we're just working like 24 seven, trying to keep up with everything. Uh, Diane was in the middle of, uh, of moving jobs inside of her hospital she works at and right in the middle of this Corona happened. And, and so we're just all over the place and Diane's a frontline worker down the ER. So it changed up some stuff for us. Hey, can we just give it up for all the frontline workers right now? Can you show us some love? I mean, people in the EMTs, firefighters, cops, uh, uh, frontline nurses, uh, doctors, providers, hospitals, come on. Can you just let, show us some love? These guys, I mean, they're, they're in the thick of it. They're gearing up uh, for what's happening and they need your prayers and your support. But I'm telling you, things are different around our house. I mean, we're, we're prepping Easter on a Wednesday and then Thursday we're, we're, we're shutting down our, our in-person gatherings. I mean, completely different uh, structure, uh, different uh, systems, different processes. I mean, rebudgeting. I mean, we're in the middle of all this different process and uncertainty. And that's up some weighing on my heart. But maybe for you, uh, maybe you feel like your marriage is blessed, but your kids are driving you insane. Come on, somebody. They're around you 24-7. Uh, maybe you felt close to God. But right now in this season, you're not certain if you're going to have a job tomorrow. Maybe you got some bad news medically. Maybe there's a friend of yours that got some bad news. I'm just telling you, we can have a lot of good things happen in life, but it takes one bad thing to drive us in the valley. And so this morning, I want to encourage you, uh, where is God in the valley? Where is God in this season? If you look in the scriptures, man, the valley represents a battleground. 
Some of you guys are in a battleground in this season. You've been working hard. You're trying to get things back together, trying to, trying to think how you can make it through this season. Uh, the, the, the valley is a place of loneliness, a place of depression. Maybe it's a place where you feel defeated, but it's also a place where you can grow your faith. And this morning, I want to encourage you, man, the presence of God is in the valley with you. You can experience him in new ways you didn't experience him before. I believe this. If you take your, if you've taken notes, this is it. Man, I believe you can enjoy God on the mountaintop, but you get to know him intimately in the valley. You can enjoy his presence and his peace and, all this, and you feel it right there on the mountaintop. But we're in the valley, man. You get to know God intimately. I want to share with you a scripture uh, that will help you uh, feel this and his presence in this moment. It's found in Psalm 84. It says this. It said, blessed are those whose strength is in you. Man, blessed are those whose strength is in God, whose heart are set on a pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Bacah, they make it to a place of the springs. It says the autumn rains runs also rains also cover it with pools. They go from strength to strength until it appears to God in Zion. Man, what is the valley of Bacah? I may ask that question. Well, it's closely related to a tree that would ooze sap. It's called the weeping tree, or maybe called a crying tree. If you were to look across the Bible, this is translated the valley of Bacah, maybe the valley of tears, man, the valley of weeping, man, the valley of loss. Anytime you go in the, in the valley in the Bible, man, it's a place of danger. Uh, there's a place uh, where thieves come in. Uh, maybe you feel like maybe they get robbed people. There, there's there's thorns. Uh, there, there's obviously um, there's different animals that could attack you. I think Satan's favorite animal is is a cat. I'm just gonna tell you maybe this Satan is in your house today. I don't know. But there's a valley. It's always a difficult season to make it through without having a loss, without getting hurt. And that's why it says the first verse in Psalm 84:5. It says this: "Blessed are those whose strength is in you, God." Man, blessed are those whose strength is in you. Because I'm telling you something. In this season, you may feel overwhelmed. You're going to have all this anxiety, all this pressure. You don't know what's coming next. Your business may be hurting. Your finances are hurting. You're like, God, I've been trying everything myself. I'm overwhelmed. But the Bible says, bless those whose strength is in him. You got to get this this morning. If your strength is in yourself, what you have is all you have. I mean, if you're working this season, trying to dig out and figure out all the systems and make things work and, and you're stressed out, man, all you have is what you have. But when you have Jesus, come on, somebody. When Jesus is in the center of this, man, there's something that far exceeds you. When you're out of strength, guess what? There's a, there's a heavenly strength that comes behind you. Man, you're drawing close to God. He draws close to you. It goes far beyond. You have divine access to the one. His name is Jesus. Man, be encouraged with this this morning. Man, don't do this in your own strength, in your own power in this season. I've been there before. Where I've tried to do this myself. And uh, I'll tell you, at a season in our life, me and my wife, we were trying to have our first kid, and it was years and years and years of infertility. We tried everything ourselves. We were doctors and all different stuff. And we came to the point that we're going to either adopt or we're going to do IVF. We haven't decided. And so we're like, uh, what are we going to do? We, we just kind of gave up. In that season, just a few months into that, God gave us our kid, Jack, our very first uh, boy. And I'm just telling you, it's incredible that God showed up in that season. And we learned a lesson, like we need to trust God through this, even though we're in the valley. I mean, every month finding out, man, you're not pregnant, oh, it's not gonna work. And man, we've been trying and trying and trying. Man, God is gonna show up, even with uh, this new job that Diane's transitioning to. Uh, there wasn't a job offer on the table. It wasn't even a posted job. We just saw an opportunity and said, man, maybe God's in that. So we stepped out in faith. And for the first time, I think, ever in my life, I had a little more faith in Diane, because I'm like, I think God's gonna do this. Oh, there's no way with all this and this. I'm like, no, I think God's going to do this. Well, months and months and months of the process, man, she got the job. She got the the, the pay rate. She got the time. She All the stuff that worked out and in the scale and God's economy. And for the first time, I might just have a little more faith than dying. But I'm telling you that God is in this season in the valley. You don't think you can make it. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe your business is shut down. There's no income coming in. You're wondering, can I make it through this season? Uh, maybe there's a family member you can't see because they might be affected by the coronavirus. Uh, maybe your family 
is wondering what is next. Now I've got some good news you need to understand this morning. I mean, you gotta get this. There's a power greater than the coronavirus. Come on, somebody. There is a power greater than the coronavirus. His name is Jesus. I'm telling you, you may not feel it right now. You may not feel like things are going great. You're looking at your economy and the, and the bank account, but I'm telling you, God is in this. There's divine power that only comes from him. You have access in the valley, man, to the ever-present help of God. Man says this, blessed are those, verse five, blessed are those whose strength is found in God. You gotta get this, the Bible doesn't say blessed are those strength is found in themselves. Man, blessed are those who, who do all the work themselves, blessed are those who are independent, blessed are those who are self-made. No, no, blessed are those who depend on God. One of the greatest enemies in this season in the valley is, is our independence, that we can do this by ourselves. I've talked to so many people, they're like, man, I'm, I'm just putting the bootstraps on, we're just gonna make it through this, we're gonna push, 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 and this isn't gonna change anything, this is how it's gonna go. Can I, can I encourage you, bless are those who depend on God. Bless those who depend on God and God's people. I want to encourage you this morning, if you are on the dream team, if you attend our church, maybe you've never even been a part of our church, to get involved in a life group, to be a part of each other. I'm telling you, the crisis hasn't happened yet. I know the thing, the crisis is we're staying at home and the crisis is that we need to get church online. The crisis is we need to get our business open. The crisis is our budget. No, the crisis has not happened yet. It's gonna happen the next few weeks and we need you to get connected in the life groups because I'm telling you, the watching world is looking at us and how we love each other, how we care for each other. For some of you can offer a blessing to somebody. Some of you guys need a blessing. Some of you guys need to be helped out and our life groups is the best way to do that. Can I encourage you, if you're not in a life group, to get involved in a life group. They're online, you can check it out at reallifechurchkc.com. But I wanna encourage you, we have 70% of people on our dream team currently in a life group. That means just 30% of people that aren't in a life group. Man, don't be too busy for this. Man, I know in the season where everything's changed, uh, we found a lot of reasons to stay busy. Can I encourage you, we need to be busy about the work of God. We're prepping out, we need to get around each other. This is your season, I'm telling you, we'll be blessed in this season. And if what you have is all you have, you need to get connected to the power of God, connected to the people of God. I want you to look at verse five in a different translation. It says this, Psalm 84, five says, what joy for those whose strength comes from the Lord who have set their minds on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem. Man, you might ask, what is this pilgrimage to Jerusalem we've been talking about? Well, the pilgrimage of Jerusalem is talking about the city of refuge. Jerusalem is a, is a place of peace. And one commentary said this, he said, to get to the city of refuge, you have to travel through the valley of tears. You have to travel through that valley. And for some of us, we're going to push through that pain. Some of us are going to have to wait a few months. Some of us are going to have to put some of those dreams on hold. We're going to have to focus in in the valley where God has us. But believe this, God's joy comes from being far-sighted in the valley. Look at the verse. It says, what joy for those whose strength comes from the Lord, who have set their minds. Come on, somebody. We've got to set our minds on the things of God. I know we're in the valley, but guess what? We're setting our minds on Jerusalem. We're setting our minds on the heavenly things. We're setting our minds on the, on the past when corona is here. We're going to set our minds for something in the future. Your mindset matters. That's what Paul says so clearly in Colossians. He says, set your minds on things above, not on things below. Whoever is pure, man, whatever is lovely, whatever is praiseworthy, man, what, whatever is excellent, think about these things. Your mindset matters. You know, you're, where you're at in this circumstance is not as important as where your mind is in the circumstance. I mean, we've got to get out of our heads. I man, some of us are so full of fear and so full of anxiety and we're about all this stuff. No, no, think about the things of God. Set your mind, fix your eyes on where God wants you to be. Man, you got to hear this this morning. Somebody needs this. This isn't about our position. No, it's about our disposition. You know, some of us were walking in some tough water, we're walking in some dark times, but guess what? Our disposition was we're on the mountain. 
Like our eyes are fixed on God. God, I know what you're going to do next. I see this. My circumstance is not where I want it, but God, you are faithful. Your promises will come true. Can I encourage you this morning that maybe you're anxious, man, maybe your soul is aching, but your mind is set on God. Man, maybe your emotions are overwhelmed. Maybe you're, you're just busy doing too much stuff, but you're going to be fixed on things of God. I know your marriage maybe at ends. You guys are around each other 24-7, but I encourage you, you're going to fix your mind on things of God today. I know there's real tragedy in the valley. There's going to be loss in the valley, but I'm telling you, you're not going to do it by yourself. God is with you. The Bible says, greater is he that is with you than he that's in the world. I mean, that God's with you every step of the way, so he'll never leave you or forsake you, that God will give you strength in the valley. I don't know about you, man. We got to be a pilgrim in the valley. Man, our mindset has to be the word is passing through. And I love what it says in the next verse. It says, verse six says, as they pass through the valley of Bacah, they make it a place of springs. I love that it's passed through. Somebody needs to know this. This is just a season. It's just a season. This valley isn't our home. This valley isn't our destination. We are walking in a season. Somebody, come on, you got to say this with me. It's just a season. Somebody type that in. It's just a season. This isn't the destination. We're just walking through this. Corona is a season. The COVID is not going to last forever. We're going to make it through the other side. I love what David said in Psalm 23. He said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because God is with me. God is walking through you in this valley. God is walking with you in this valley. He's holding you. He's carrying you. He's with every, every step of the way. Man, the many times you want to just avoid the valley. You know, some of us want to go around the valley. Some of us are hiding and like hoarding everything in our house. And we're, 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 we're going to cut the world out. Like we're going to isolate. We're just going to try to avoid everything and everybody. I'm just going to tell you something. God wants us to be in this valley. He's not surprised by this valley. There's something he wants to do in your life in this season. Don't miss the blessing. God wants to have you make room in your life for his presence and his strength in this season. Check out the next verse. He said this, as they pass through the valley, but call they make it a place of springs. Man, the KJV says, make a well. Man, they, as they're in the valley, they're going to make a well. Can I encourage you, when you get in a dry season, when you're in a season such as this, when it doesn't make sense, can you just slow down and be in the presence of God? Just get your hands together, man, start praying to God. Can you just dig a well? You're going to basically just dig a hole. It's not raining. It's nothing's happened yet, but God is going to fill it. I believe if you dig it, God is going to fill it. Then we're going to wait on his presence in this season. I know you're in a drought, but can you just make room for God in this season? It's incredible how less busy we are in some things, but we found other things to stay busy with. Can we just slow down and get in the presence of God? It's almost like this. God is saying, if you show me your faith, I'll show you my faithfulness. I mean, think of the New Testament where, where Jesus, uh, he heals somebody who has a withered hand. And he says, stretch out your hand and I'll heal it. He didn't heal his hand until he stretched it out. He said, man, if you really believe it, stick your hand out there. He, said, he also talks about a man that had, had been lame. He couldn't walk for 38 years. And he said, take up your mat and walk. I mean, if you believe I can do it, just start doing it. Like start digging a well today, man. If you, if you dig it, God is going to fill it. Inside this passage of pain is a promise for you. And it's this, if you draw near to God, God will draw near to you today. I mean, if you dig it, God will fill it. If you seek God, you will find him. I man, if you make room for him, he'll reveal himself to you. I man, maybe this morning you haven't experienced God in a long, long, long time. Today, can I encourage you to slow down? find his presence and dig a well. Church, are we in this season where we're going to get on our knees and we're going to find God faithful? We're going to just start digging. Even though there's no rain, we're going to make a presence. We're going to make room for God. We're going to slow down and we're going to cut out the Netflix a little bit. We're going to slow down our schedules and we're going to get in front of God together. As your pastor, man, I hope you're a self-feeder. I hope, I hope you're the kind of person that's going to keep pursuing God, even though not meeting in person. But I hope you're going to get in God's word. If you're desperate for God's presence, man, start digging a well to Today. God is calling us to do that. Make room for God. I believe one of the greatest enemies uh, for us uh, to not dig a well is that we're so busy. 
We just find all the stuff around our life. Man, think about Moses. Man, if he was as busy as we were, he'd have his phone out. He would cruise right by that burning bush and snap a few pictures, click, click, click. He'd make a post on Instagram, like, I saw the presence of God. I would have been a part of that. Man, look at, man, God changed everything. And God is saying, no, 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 no. Take off your sandals. Man, this is holy ground. The Bible says those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength and mount up the wings of eagles. I mean, the, the Bible says that we, we have a joy that only comes from God's presence. We're, we give God our, our, our prayer requests and he, the priest of God rules in our heart. The Bible says if we draw close to him, he'll draw close to us. Can we just slow down as a church? Can we just slow down as the people of God? Can we just be refreshed and renewed that, you know what, we know we're in the valley, but do we can see the other side? Like where eyes are fixed on the valley, on the mountain across from us. Man, I hope you understand this, that God never promised us not to walk in the valley. When you follow Jesus, it wasn't a promise that it was not, it wasn't gonna be full of pain, it wasn't gonna be hurt or suffering, but he did promise that he'd be with us in the valley every step of the way. Man, I love this verse in Psalm 84, seven. It says this, it says, they go from strength to strength. It goes, they go from strength to strength. They, they go from strength to strength. They go from one little strength to another little strength. They're in the valley, but they're going to have more strength and add a little more strength and a little more strength on their way to see God in Zion. Can I encourage you this morning that God wants to build some heavenly strength in you today? Uh, this is what it looked like uh, in my life right now. Thursday night, I had this, uh, I watched this video from Ed Stetzer and just kind of shook my world and talked about the crisis to come. And uh, I just started to have this kind of breakdown of like, man, look at what's going to happen the hospital beds and I start seeing all the stats and you start looking at John Hopkins University, you know, you start looking at the world meter and you're like, dude, this is, this is about to get real. And so I'm looking as a church, as a pastor, a leader, and what are we going to do to mobilize? And I start kind of freaking out a little bit. And all of a sudden God's presence just comes upon me and says, God, God says, I've got this. You need to start praising me for what I'm about to do. You need to slow down a little bit and be reminded that, I mean, that I'm going to make it through this season. And so I started praising God for stuff. I said, God, thank you so much. Now, I believe you're going to come through and you're going to beat Corona. I, I, I believe, God, that, that you're going to bring some hospital beds here to Kansas City to, to, to help with the overflow. I, I believe that you're going to reunite some families. I believe you're going to, so people are going to come together when it's safe. I can't wait today that our church, we get to meet together, amen, around each other. I saw some of you guys post that Chris Farley little meme. Come on, dude, rolling down the aisle, being crazy. The first day we get to meet up again. I'm telling you, I'm looking for that season. I'm just praising God because I know it's going to happen. So I'm just going to dig a well. Come on, somebody. I'm just going to get deep right now and say, God, I trust you in this season. God, I know you've got it. You've been faithful. You've never failed me in the past. God, you're going to bring me through this. You're going to heal some people. You're going to rebuild some lives. You're going to bring us back to the mountaintop. Can I just tell you, I've got all these ideas that God just gave me in the middle of the night. I was up like half the night and God just gave me idea after idea after idea how we can minister in this season, how we can be the church, the hands of feet. We can just give hope to people. Can I encourage you? It's time to dig a well. Man, as your pastor, I have to dig a well. You've got to dig a well. Get in the presence of God today. Man, where is God in the valley? Man, God is with you. He is right next to you. He is carrying you through this season. You may not feel him, but just start digging a well. Don't be worried about your budget. Don't worry about the future. Man, just focus on where God is bringing you. God is with you. He's not surprised. He's going to carry you through this season. He's going to help you in your time of need. Some of you here this morning. Some of you guys are ready to quit. You're ready to quit on your business. You're ready to quit on the goals you've worked so hard for. You feel like you're stepping back in time. No, 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 no. God is teaching us something in this season. He's teaching us to make room for him. Come on, church. Let's be changed this morning. Let's be encouraged this morning. God has got this. We can follow through with him. I promise you start digging today and God is going to fill it. We're going to stick our hand out there and God is going to heal it. That We're, we're going to be changed by the power of God today. I encourage you guys that God is 
with us in this season. We need his presence and his passion. Man, remember, what you are what you are today is all you are without God, but with God, you can do all things through Christ. Come on, let's put God in our life, get connected to a life group, do life together this morning. Come on, let's pray together. Father, we come before you. God, thank you so much for what you're doing in this place. God, pray for our presence, for your presence and your peace to rule in our hearts today. Man, as you're praying in your living room, on your phone, maybe wherever you're at, can I, can I encourage you to think about this? Man, are you in a valley and do you need the presence of God? Maybe you felt like it's that God's presence has been far from you, but today you say, you know what, Sean? I want God's presence. Today I want to dig a well. I want to pray for you. Father, I pray for all those that are listening to this, God, that they would dig a well. They'd slow down. God, remember that you are in charge, that we're going through the valley of tears in this moment. God, that we were preparing for all these things, but God, we trust you. God, we know you're the God of the mound, the God of peace. God, that we're not gonna be, we're gonna be unmovable. We're not gonna be shaken. God, we're gonna wait on your presence in this moment. I wanna speak to you guys as you continue to pray. For those of you who say, you know what? I don't know what a mound even looks like. I've been so busy running around the valley. I've been so busy being afraid. I've been so busy not seeing stuff. Sean, if you were to say there's the mountain, I don't know if I'd even see it. Well, I would encourage you. Sometimes God allows you to get to rock bottom so you can lay a new foundation. And I believe today that God wants to build a foundation on you. I told you earlier, man, that God is pursuing us. The Bible says, in there were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Man, Christ is on a rescue mission for you today. I promise you, God wants a relationship with you. God is with you. God is near to you. The Bible says this, that Jesus came to our universe, to our community, to your life. He knows you by name. He loves you more than the grains of sand in the world, and he wants a relationship with you today. The Bible says, who is Jesus? He's a sinless son of God. They sent here from the Father down a cross for our sins. The day the Bible says that anyone that calls on him will be saved and made new. This morning, if you want new life, man, if you want God's presence, if you want God's peace, if you want to start over, you want to be, you know you're in the valley, but you want to be on the mountaintop and experience him the day he'll move you to that mountaintop, not positionally, but in your disposition, in your attitude. I want to encourage you this morning. You want to say yes to Jesus. You want to say yes to forgiveness. Man, will you click on the button right below here and say, I need him this morning. If that's you, just click that button. Man, just let us know. Come on, let's just take some time. Say, I need Jesus. I want my life today. Man, if that's you, just pray this prayer with me. Say, Father God, Thanks so much for sending Jesus. Thanks so much for sending your best in this time of need. God, I've been doing my own path. I'm in the valley. I felt alone, but today, God, I know there's a God who loves me. God is with me every step of the way. He's on a rescue mission for me, even though I don't deserve it, even though this isn't my favorite season. God, I know you're with me. God, help us to be encouraged. God, that, you, that you're carrying us through this valley together. God, that you defeat the greatest valley. God, you defeat death, hell, and the grave. When you went on the cross, you defeated our sin, and you carried it up to mountaintop. God, you forgave us. You separated our sins as far as the east is from the west. God, we give you some praise this morning. God, thank you for new life. God, you can take mine. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, real life. Get it up for those who accepted Christ this morning. I mean, we have so many people on there that click that button. Come on, give it up. Let them know you love them. Give a word of encouragement. Man, we're so thankful that you're on here and that God's working your life today. And hey, if you made that decision today, this is not the end of your journey, but it is the beginning of a journey with Jesus. And so we want to get you connected to some resources along your way. When you are starting this new journey with Jesus, you can take out your phone, text RLNEXT to 97000. It's going to connect you to our website where you can share your story, get some awesome resources connected to the Bible app. And we want to know what God's doing in your life. So check out that resource, connect with it. Another way you can stay connected, it's so pivotal in this time, like Sean mentioned, is get connected.
connected to one of our life groups. We have a ton of amazing life group leaders on there. Um, we were reflecting back, we went to a conference recently and they shared this illustration of there was a German king back in the 1300s who did this study to say if nobody talked to a baby, what language would they grow up and speak? And so they had these babies and they split them in two groups and they just didn't talk to them. They gave them food, rest, all this stuff. And it was crazy they actually had to stop the study because without talking, without connection, without love from a caretaker, half of the babies in the study actually died. And so it was just a crazy thing, but we were hardwired for connection. God made us on purpose to be connected with each other, to awesomely to connect with Him, but He gave us each other, gave us the body, gave us the church, that in any season we can connect with each other. And life groups are just an incredible way that we can do that. What a blessing that we live in a time where we can click a button and get online, look face-to-face -face yeah. with each other, connect and pray. Man, those are the people who are like, what's going on in your life? How can I pray for you this week? You know, what is it that God is doing in your life? How can I help be a part of that pray for you? And so you've got to get connected with that tribe of people to help walk through this season of isolation. We're not made to be away from each other, not made to be insulated. And even if we're physically far apart, God has given us an incredible way to stay connected with one another. So you have to get connected in the life group. It's going to be great. You're not going to regret it at all. Make the time, get connected. Yeah, I would encourage you, like Diane said, get involved in a life group. It makes all the difference. We look forward to life group every week. And this is the place where people pray for you. And people know you by name. It's your tribe of people. Um, maybe you're, you're hurting and you're, maybe there's something you need, like some toilet paper. Come on. <laughs> you need some eggs. You need some milk, whatever it is. And people can help you. Maybe you don't feel like maybe you're immune compromised. You don't want to get out. I'm just encouraging you. I mean, this, this is the place. And we're not a church that just does life groups because, well, we just need to do life groups. No, no. No, we're a church of life groups. Like we don't want 100% of our church to be in life group. We want 150% of our community to be in life groups. Uh, we, we think this life group expands beyond just our attendance. If you're just watching this online, you can just join a life group. Um, and this is something that who we are, we believe life is not just done best together, it's the only way to do it. That's where you're gonna grow spiritually. If you're looking to get mentored, you're looking for some encouragement, man, join a life group. And especially if you're on our team, uh, it just kind of hurts when you're like, man, I'm just too busy to do this. Like, man, you're, not, you're too busy then. <laughs> like, because people need to be connected to each other and you might have something to offer you're, you're, you're not seeing. Or maybe you need some help that maybe you didn't have. Man, it changed the mindset. I'm telling you, this is a blessing for us. Man, be a part of a life group. I wanna encourage you guys to continue to give uh, financially to what you're doing to what we're doing here uh, there's amazing things that we get to do uh, in this season uh, be excited about it you can watch church anytime you want to 24 7 uh, you can share it to your friends uh, we have life groups we have two or three life groups that meet every single day of the week and so if you're looking for a life group there is one for you they're all online they're offered through we have zoom meetings um, get connected to those life groups i would encourage you to be a part of what god's doing is begin to reach out to our city uh, to do different stuff uh, we have a response you, uh, for the prayer and uh, and uh, and helping in needs for the COVID form. So if you need help in any way, uh, we we have people ready to receive your help, uh, to to receive your needs, and to start helping you, whether it's financially. Maybe you need a job resume or a job opportunity. Uh, may, maybe you just need prayer and encouragement. You can fill that form out. Uh, we got people behind the scenes building outreach things right now to begin to do this next week. And so all across our church, we're doing this stuff. You're giving supports that. Of course, all our life groups are online. Uh, we're supporting local ministries financially. We're sending people to local ministries uh, that need help. Uh, and we're, we're just 
pounding through uh, really the planning phase of what's going to happen next in our church to make a difference in this community. One of the cool things I want to tell you about, this is really, really exciting, is that we just launched a brand new website Friday and uh, it, it's online now. And so I want you to check out uh, what God is doing before I do that. Uh, can you just give some love uh, to really the guys who put this together? And I want to give one person in particular. Uh, give it give it up for Brian on our team. Uh, he just he just manhandled this thing and brought this. Uh, this is a front door of the church. Come on, give some love to Brian for putting this together for us. And I want you to check out this website. Uh, they just finished it up. Hey, we believe the church is the light of the world, and this is our brightest season. We're so thankful for our new website and what God's doing. I'm going to encourage you, when you give here, man, you're making a difference in this season. And so I encourage you to give and be faithful as God's given to you. There's three ways you can give. You can give online at reallifechurchkc.com. If you're on church online, you can click on give. Um, you can send in by mail. We can go old school, or you can text any amount to 84321. We're just asking God uh, to, be, to, uh, to use this to impact people's lives in this season. Come on, pray with me. Father, we come before you. God, thank you for all you're doing in our church and the life of all our people. God, I know in this season we feel like we're taking a step back, but God, you're doing something. You're pushing us forward. And so our eyes are fixed on the mountaintop. Come on, we're going to worship you one last time. God, we're going to give our heart to you. We're going to surrender to you this morning. God, we're going to release it. We're going to dig a well during this song. And God, we thank you for what you're doing. Come on, let's lift some praise to Jesus this morning. Come on, give God one last time as we sing. Come on, let's give it to God. People, we come together. The strangest neighbors, our blood is one. Children of generations of every nation of kingdom come. Don't let your heart be troubled. Hold your head up, I don't fear no evil. But fix your eyes on this one truth. God is madly in love with you. Take courage, hold on, be strong. Remember where I am, comes from
all you heavens let the praise go up as the walls come down all creation everything with breath repeat the sound all his children clean hands pure hearts good grace good god his name is jesus song so powerful. Thank you, Pastor Sean, for just reminding us, just like this song does, like we don't have to let our hearts be troubled. God's grace is sufficient in the valley. So I hope that you guys were just blessed and I hope your, your faith was just renewed today through that message. And so just again, thank you so much for being with us here today. It was just a great time just to be online with you. And I want to remind you, like Pastor Sean said, please direct message us or fill out the COVID-19 form. If you need help for any reason or if you need prayer, we're here for you. We're expecting and we just can't wait to see how God's going to work through this. Uh, can't wait to hang out with you guys during life groups this week. Don't miss those. And remember, as always, whoever finds Jesus discovers real life and purpose. Thanks, guys. This is the end of this podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another inspirational podcast. For more great content and updates, visit reallifechurchkc.com.